Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Cunningham Contemporary Jazz Radio Show. And now for your host, Tim Cunningham. Good afternoon, this is your host, Tim Cunningham, and you are dialed in to the Jazz Chat on the Caribbean Radio Network. We are the Knowledge Station. This is your host, Tim Cunningham. We've got a special guest this week, and we want to talk to her on air here pretty soon. Um, going to start the show off with a uh, a song here real quick. Um, just to let you know, we are here every Tuesday doing some contemporary jazz music for you, and the times are 6 to 8 on the East Coast, 5 to 7 Central, and 3 to 5 on the West Coast. So we're going to start out with a tune here from yours truly. It's called Into the Night, and you're dialed into the Jazz Chat with saxophonist Tim Cunningham on the CRS Radio Network. We are the Knowledge Station.
Okay, I'm back on the uh, air. I believe we do have Sophia on. Sophia, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, great. It's so great to finally speak with you. How are you doing? I'm doing really great, thank you. Doing excellent. Good, excellent. So um, let's start from the beginning. I know you are from New York originally, correct? That's right. I'm from New York City. Been in Vegas okay. since 2005. I currently live in Vegas now, Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. Like Las the cart right. rides. You said 2000. Uh, you what I said? Like the yeah. cart rides in <laughs> the Silver State. <laughs> Left the Gold State. Went to school in Gold State, California, USC. Uh, come from New York, the Big Apple. Right. Um, and you were at USC. What, what, what were you studying? Uh, cinema, film. Uh, I have a degree in journalism, a double major in law and psychology. I studied to be a lawyer and a doctor. And I guess you've heard okay. some of my work is legendary, my law work, with law firms and people I've beaten in court. Right. I'm a product. Like uh, Tesla and Leonardo da Vinci and Polymath, but that's a uh, a prodigy. I didn't do any high school. I took the New York Regents and went into college and got the degree and so forth. Oh wow! Okay, all right. So what? Yeah, so my, how old were you when you started college? Uh, well, I don't put out my age because uh, you set yourself up as a target for uh, scammers and fraudulent people out there. I don't discuss money. There's certain things I don't discuss because people are just setting themselves up for problems and trouble. No, I mean, I like, can, were you 16 I, or 15 when you started school? No, listen to me. I can't, I can't tell you this. I was born without a birth certificate. My mother, uh, my grandmother's full-blooded uh Cherokee from the Indian Reservations of Missouri. My grandfather, full-blooded Portuguese from Portugal. Uh, They couldn't even speak any English. And so my mother never registered us. She had a midwife, and she had us at home, not in a hospital. So I'm what you call ghost protocol, and the government, and I'm sure Warner Brothers and them always try to find out what my age is because they don't know because they can't find any birth certificate because there's there's none on record. Right. I yeah, bet you know that. With, yeah, my parents were I born by, with with midwives back in the twenties. So, so yeah, yeah, they, they finally people, get kind of a birth certificate though. Well, natives are always like that. Natives don't have birth certificates. They have ID numbers from the Treasury Department. I have an ID number from the Treasury Department myself. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, but that's what natives have. They don't have birth certificates. And it's so it's kind of weird uh, that people don't even want to claim their own heritage here in America. They call themselves African Americans. That ain't no. Uh, that's not no blood. That just tells you where you were born, and you weren't born in no Africa. You was born in America, so you're an American. Anybody, no matter where their parents came from or what their parents have in them, 
Well, if you name a country you were born in, that's that's what you are—the country you were born in. But it is not right. talking about your bloodline, and it's not talking about where you come from. God told us it was the blood that determines who you are. You tell me what your blood type is, and I'll tell you who you are. But it ain't got nothing to do with where you were born, who you are. The blood tells you right. who you are. Not any country named named after a country. Okay. And many um, people were born in different continents and different lands. There were many Dutch people, white people, Syrians, Germans, Russians, Dutch, all born in the continent called Africa. All of them born over there. A lot of them come to America. And get the affirmative action money, get all that affirmative money that people of color think that it belongs to them. But yet the people who come from these other countries come over here and and, and get that money and get that grant money and everything. You do know that, don't you, Tim? Oh, yeah. But Absolutely. a lot of people here don't even know that. And I don't know why they hate being an American. Everybody in the world is trying to get in this piece of land, this one piece of land, every day at the, at the risk of dying trying to get in here. Yet the people who are born here want to leave here and go someplace that and somebody can just close their border down on them and they got to leave. Can't buy any land. They can take the land back from them. So I don't understand that at all. That is mind-boggling to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess to each his own. I don't know. It is. That's really strange. Oh, listen to me. It is each to his own. You have a life, and you came here with a purpose, and whatever it is, whatever that life is, you only have that one life to live, and you live it as you please. And I'm not here to like uh, Kanye West's song to turn atheists into believers or get anybody to follow me. I simply came to tell the truth. That's what the Matrix and Terminator is about, to unplug you from the programming and the ignorance and the lies. And look at the word ignorance. It has the word ignore in it because people are simply ignoring facts that they should already know. I'm not here right. to change you. I'm here to change your mind or the dictate to you. That's that's how my purpose, my purpose came to deliver the message. God told me I was Job in the Bible, and Job is to get the job done. So that was my job. I didn't come here to be a martyr. I didn't come here That's what many others came to do. I came to deliver the message of the Matrix and the Terminator and to keep that message going, ongoing to the people so they can unplug. Okay, so tell me about the story. Uh, I think it was 1981 when you just, when you uh, um, submitted Both the information the to Terminator while I was at USC. I'm a Trojan. Okay. I wrote mm-hmm. it then in 1980, and my copyrights are 81, 83, and 84, February the 6th, okay. 84. Is that three copyrights of ownership? of the copyrighted script and copyrighted book that was adapted into what you guys see as films. 
derivatives derived from the copyrights. Those films, the 1999 Matrix, my work won four Oscars. Those Oscars belong to me because I didn't sell the adaptations, which is called a licensing deal to anyone. Right. It simply was Warner Brothers and a whole lot of studio people counterfeiting, counterfeiting my copyrights. The Terminator came out October the 26th, 1984. The Matrix did not come out till March the 31st, 1999. So there's no way these people could have written The Matrix and Terminator. They don't even know what The Matrix and Terminator is, and they can't even write it. God made it just that exclusive. Wow. I'm the creator and the owner. And the only one that can write the matrix and terminate and continue the message. When you saw the regurgitation, the resuscitation, the resurrection movie, that was nothing but regurgitation. That was John. How were you able to move it to? How were you able to move the... uh, how how were you able to move the case to Utah? It's simple. I'm a, I'm an attorney. I'm a retired attorney, but I'm an attorney, mm-hmm. so it's easy to go from one state to another. All you have to do is I need several courts. I'm well versed in law. I'm well versed in RICO mm-hmm. law. That's criminal law. I do copyright laws, trademark law, entertainment law, contractual law. Uh, federal procedure law, civil law. I'm well versed in law, corporative law, tax laws. Okay. No, I'm well versed in all of those laws. Most lawyers specialize. They go to school and they specialize. Either they're going to be an injury lawyer, they're going to be a corporative lawyer, or they're going to be entertainment or uh, entertainment copyright or trademark lawyers, patent lawyers. You see what I'm talking about? They all specialize. Back in the day, the doctor, the back in the old doctors, back in the day, knew everything. And then all of a sudden they called for specialization to specialize. So now this is why you, Tim, go from doctor to doctor. You got to go see the heart doctor. You got to go see the uh, foot doctor. You see what I'm talking right. about? They're sending you out to different sure. doctors who specialize. But back in the day, the lawyers and the doctors would know everything. But that's no more. So when they specialize in certain things, that's all their focus is on. So it's easy, me being a prodigy and well-versed in all these laws, to come in there and, and beat them, no matter how many law firms, no matter how many, even if they got over 100 lawyers in one of the law firms, they still couldn't beat me in law because law and everything here is about math. The more well-versed you are in math, the universal language is mathematics, not words or spells or spelling or curses or cursive. That's witchcraft. That's what they whip you about and beat your little butt about when you was in school if you didn't learn those fails or spellings. They didn't want the males, especially the black males, to learn math because we were co-creators with God when we learned math. Every architect, every engineer, every inventor, 
have created a bridge, a chair, a house, a car from maps. Not Spell, not 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 Houdini, not not Chris Angel, <laughs> not Copperfield. You understand David Blaine, not Magic or Wicca witchcraft, but from maps. The universal language. Yeah. Look at it. Everywhere around you is map. Look at your license plate. Look at your social security card. Look at your birth date. Look, look at your house number. Look all around you. And every time you look out your window, you see nothing but numbers, your ID number, your driving license. I could go on and on and on and on. How many miles is, is, is it your destination when you're GPS tracking? How long is it going to take you to stop at that light before you hit a car? Right. That's so true. Math is everywhere. They do not teach you this in school. If they taught you this in school, you would have invented something by now. You would have invented a bridge. You would have been an architect and drafted the houses and the bridges, and how long it takes that bridge to swing, or how many cars before can get on it at one time before it collapses, or how, are those cables strong enough when the wind blows the bridge? Is it able to swing back into place without the cable snapping? All this is mathematics. You don't think about it because no one points it out to you. Right. And on the six lines, the engineers creating the cars and putting them together. When you go buy certain things that are in boxes, you have your little map there to put it all together. That's so, so true. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when, when, you, okay, so when, you, when you were able to get the case moved to Utah. I didn't have to move to Utah. Was that because there was something going on? No. Listen to me, it's three court cases. People need to wake up. On the internet, it's nothing but a lot of smears in the windows and lies. A lot of confusion. God doesn't bring confusion. God brings the truth. The first California case was a RICO case, a criminal case, because the FBI did not do their job. The U.S. Attorney Office did not prosecute these people for counterfeiting my copyright. When you see Lords of the Ring book, and Lords of the Ring book is adapted into Lords of the Ring movie, they that's the late J.R. Tolkien. They did a deal with him. It's called a life. They bought the movie rights from his book. A copyright is like a pie. It has many parts to it. When you go into that pie, you can make many licensing deals. If it's the book, it can be adapted into, like I said, a, a, a film. Film is not writing. It's just like you took your camera out on your phone and you start taking pictures of everything, videotapes or stills, which are called single shots or moving. But you didn't create the source work. You just took a picture of it, whether it was a single shot or a moving, a moving picture. But it didn't mean you wrote it because you took a picture of it or you took a video of it. The source was already there. You just filmed it. Did you have a right to sell it? No. You don't have a right to sell it at all. You could go and take a picture 
and use it in the public domain, but you can't sell it because you don't own it. So when uh, people come to Don Grisham, and John Grisham have the book called The Pelican Brief, or he, call, he has the book called The Firm, and Hollywood approach him and they make movies called The Pelican Brief with Julia Roberts and Denzel Washington, or The Firm, they made a licensing deal. If you don't make a licensing deal, you're counterfeiting other people's property. We buy copyrights and trademarks because the government promised to protect our work. Right. So like Little Nick did with Nike. You heard of the case. Nike is a billion-dollar public trading company. Yet Lil Nas X and Mischief Company, a shale company, and his executives went out and counterfeited a Nike and sold 666,000 copies. They altered it. And so that's what counterfeiting is, altering it and trying to act like it's theirs when they know it's not theirs and sold 666,000 copies and Nike came after them for the money. Now, there should be two cases like the O.J. Simpson's case, a civil case for the money and a criminal case for the crime. The government did mm-hmm. not come after Bill Nasdaq and shale, shale company called Mischief and the executives for the criminal act. And if the people don't wake up and, and get on the government's ass, then all kinds of people are going to do that to them. There are two kinds of cases, a civil case and a criminal case. Remember that. So when I filed the criminal case in California, I was doing under the Constitution that we can do make citizen arrests, that we can come after people and prosecute them ourselves. And all the judge said in her ruling, Margaret M. Morrow, was to say that all Sophia had to do to win this case was to put in the movie. I didn't have to put in the copyright. I didn't have to put in the third eye matrix and terminate a book and copyrights with the same name. All I had to do is put in the movies. My attorneys, which they sent four law firms to sabotage me, bought the movies but would not put them in. Some of them were waiting on Warner Brothers to put them in. Why would Warner Brothers them sabotage their own selves and send themselves to jail and put in the movies? That's just like you committing suicide. To your career and to yourself. Right. So I just took the case where the FBI told me is a majority of crooked lawyers and judges are in California. You heard what I said with the, the prosecutors and the FBI told me the most crooked lawyers and judges are in California. So they said, Sophia, you could do this case where you live or where uh, it happened. I'm from New York City, but I happened to live in, was living in Utah because my brother, my brother's a military, Seal Air Force Base. Right. So that's in Utah, and I took it to Utah. The federal court, the federal court crosses all state lines. There are all kinds of lower courses, courts. There's a justice court, there's a civil court, a city court, a state court, and a federal court. I go to the federal courts because they're connected to the FBI and they're connected to the DOJ, the Department of Justice. 
And I feel when you go up against a cabal, a billion, billion, billion dollar cabal, then you need to be on a federal level. Though God was with me, my story is the David and Goliath story. David yes, went up and destroyed many giants before, not just Goliath, before he became king. He destroyed a lot of giants. But God had prepared him to take care of his sheep as a shepherd because he had killed many wolves, many bears, many lions, mountain lions, to protect those sheep, many snakes. He was well prepared, even though his brothers were some of the most phenomenal, celebrated warriors and whole armies would not go up against Goliath. But David in his little slingshot, which you know is the gun now, David is the one that created the gun. That little slingshot is the way the cylinder rolls. And when it snaps, that's the way the gun gets that metal cap and propels the stone. And that stone went to Goliath's head. But David wanted right. to make sure that would not get up. He went into Goliath's sword and cut Goliath's head off with his own sword. Everybody read the scripture. You know the story, but you don't know how it ended. It ended with David mm-hmm. taking after Goliath with the stone. He took the sword of Goliath and cut his head off so the body could not get back up again. Right. This is why the story represents God. And God is with me. And God is real. And for those who want to believe, let him believe. And let those who want to see, see the truth or hear the truth. And those who don't want to, let them take the blue pill and go on about their business and die for the lie, like cipher. Because you know you're not eating any steak. You're eating mush. You're listening to programs and lies, and that's who you are. You take the red pill and see how deep the rabbit hole of truth goes. The red blood of God's children coming out of the matrix. The matrix is a 7,000-year-old Latin word for the woman's womb or stargate or portal. I came out of the womb of a woman, not out of the ass of a man. There are no Dr. Frankenstein that can make any man into a woman or a woman into a man. There's no doctor that can give a woman a penis. He can't even give a man his penis if it's got cut off. Throw the skin back on, but it won't be functional. A woman has a feeding tube called the umbilical cord. It's the estrogen, the hormones, the female hormones that run through her body. Creates that feeding room to feed the baby inside the matrix, the womb, the water, for nine months and 36 weeks. The breast milk Mm. that comes out of her breast to feed the baby. There's no Dr. Frankenstein that can give that to any man or any or give a woman whatever a man has to test on running through his body. You cannot manufacture that. The penis in the vagina doesn't make you a man or the woman. It is the womb, the matrix, the womb, the stargate, the portal to come into this physical domain. You can't get here any other way. The only thing coming out of the ass of a man it's feces that which anybody has an ass. What's going to come out of them? The waste. 
that is not utilized by the body, when we eat the food, the nutrients and the vitamins go to the cells and to different parts of the body to keep it holy and functional. God created all these openings to take out the toxins and the waste and the poison. He gave you the, the, the tears to cry it out of, the ears to drip it out of, the nose to blow it out of, the mouth to gawk and spit it out of, the sweat glands to sweat it out of, the vagina and the penis to urinate it out of and secrete it out of, and the anus to shit it out of. Do not be mistaken what these openings are for. They are to be releasing the poison and waste and toxins out of your body, not to put it back into the body. It's an abomination. It is called attempted murder. It is called sodomizing. In the Bible, it is Sodom and Gomorrah. Read the story. Sodom and Gomorrah is sodomizing in Gondorea, the twin cities. And when God sent the two angels to see if it could be saved, they tried to have sex with the, with the angels. Because they were into bestiality, having sex with animals, having multiple partners and sex with each other, three ways or six ways or four ways, whatever you want to call it, pedophilism, incest, the worst of the worst. And it had to be destroyed. Go back in history, all of it, when it gets to that point. Whether it's Rome, Babylon, Mesopotamia, Egypt, they all come to an end. And then God starts all over again. A reset. Because it gets so wicked that man started having sex with the children and the animals and the dogs and the cats and the snakes and the donkeys and the sheep and the cows. So getting back to your story, and the how long? So getting back to your story, how long was this tied up into litigation? Only seven years. All these lies that I'm so was a woman unemployed in the seventies. That's a crocker. I was at, in the eighties when I created the Matrix and Terminator. While I was at USC, wasn't unemployed. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? I used to work for te- I used to work for television, Channel Thirteen. I was a West Coast correspondent for a national magazine out of New York. I used to work for a Beverly Hills law firm with fifty attorneys. Were you? I used to work for the Lady Winters and Lou Gossett Jr. I cannot believe some of these people in their lies and trolling on the internet. In the second court, the first court case lasted less than a year because the movie wasn't put in so the judge dismissed the case. I didn't lose the case. They didn't win the case. The judge just shut it down. And I went to Utah and it lasted seven years because they bought out my attorneys. First they gave them death threats. Then they just bought them out. I had to come in myself and get rid of them and win the court case myself. So with me, it only lasted three, probably three, three and a half years. And I won it. And I went up against all those law firms to win it. They couldn't beat the truth of God. All anyone right. has to do to a court case is put the truth in it. That's how you win so the court 
I want you to fall so judgment. So and that's the hardest the thing to win, is, is default judgment. The default judgment. What happened? Yeah. I yeah. didn't understand you. You were saying it was one of the hardest things to, to do is to win a default judgment. I know that's very difficult. I work in uh, insurance, so I, I deal with some legal stuff as well. And defaults are very, very, very difficult. <clears throat> um, so, so you said you, you had to let go of your attorneys because they were basically bought out or scared out of there. They sabotaged the case yet again, like they right. were in the California case and in the Utah case. And like I told people, default judgments are the hardest to win. I won two default judgments in the same court case. That's amazing. I want to forget different types of defendants in that case. One of brothers them entered in to get the money. The lawyers, I sued four law firms, my own attorneys. I sued them. And one of brothers came in with their own lawyers uh, to to try to get some money out of me. And I beat both of them, or all of them. Got two federal judges recused case because God told me the woman judge, who was the master judge, was a cheap prostitute who sucked her way up to the top. And the man federal judge, Wadoff, was a grandmaster Ku Klux Klansman. God told me to write it in the legal brief, their secret. And when I did, they got off the case in a New York minute because they were both crooked judges. And God needed to put his good judge on there, and he did. Evelyn J. First and D. Benson. And that's the ruling you saw. I don't know if you saw the ruling, but I sent you the documents I always send to everyone. Yeah. And you can read it stuff. And they're just no, hating. A, There's a lot of hate out there because I won this lawsuit up against the cabal of Hollywood where people sell their soul to the devil for money and fame. And they try to get to send some people, some black people to me, trying to get me to sell mines. I told them I work for God and get out of my face. Mm-hmm. I work for God. God is real. They're the ones that's giving you the fake. People are selling their souls for trinkets. You came here naked, and when you leave here, you're going to leave out of here naked. You didn't come with anything, and when you leave, you're not taking nothing here with you. Every civilization or every man upon the earth, whatever he created or whatever he did is left here as a testament. Some of what he's done, whether it's below the ocean or it's above the ground, it, it is here as a testament that these people were here upon the earth. The earth has never been destroyed, and make no mistake about it, it will never be destroyed. The only thing that's going to be destroyed here is people coming and leaving. Did you hear what I said? The moment somebody dies, somebody is born. The moment someone is born, someone dies. It's a perfect balance. It is a perfect balance created by God. No matter how many right. people may kill here, no matter how many people they try to stop the, the, the birth with Wade versus Roe or the abortions or whatever they try to do here, 
The only thing going on here are the laws, the invisible laws of God, and you need to learn them, and you need to live your life by those laws and not man's bullshit. Because all man got is a bunch of lies, programs, ignorance, stuff running here day and out, and fake evidence appearing as real fear. Fake evidence appearing as real fear. That's what fear is, some fake evidence. And man believing the bullshit, we're running out of water, we're running out of land. The moment some land falls into the ocean, there's land popping up. Everything is perfectly balanced. So when one thing happens, the other counters it. And it doesn't need any help from man at all. (laughs) Because if man could put a switch on the sun, you wouldn't get any if you didn't have any money to pay for it. Thank God it is a real God. Because man does not control the sun. He doesn't control this wind, the water, the land, none of this stuff here. Everything that have a seed and a purpose was created by God. And everything that's seedless and soulless is created by man. Make no mistake, even the dogs and the animals and the insects know that. Because every day man eats something seedless and soulless. And the dogs, the animals, and insects won't even touch it. But man's eyes, all he sees is the perfect picture of something living. Yeah, an amoeba, a living organism, but it is not what God has given you with a seed. Right. So what are some of the new projects that you're working on? What are some of the new projects that I'm working on? Yeah, are you working on any new books or anything like that? Excuse me? Any new books or any other projects that you're currently working on? This is, listen very carefully. And I can tell you have never read any of the books. You've seen some of the movies, but you've never read the book. Oh, I know that. Because let me tell you about whites and other people are here. If they saw a movie and they know if the book exists, they're going to go read that book. And if they read that book, they're going to go see the movie because the movie is on nothing but one hour and uh, 36 minutes, no more than two hours and 15 minutes on the screen. It's nothing but a little small fracture out of a book. And most people are curious to know the knowledge. If they see something phenomenal in a the movie, they want to know what is the source and they find out it's a book, well, they know they're going to get more knowledge. They're going to get more information because they know that film is nothing but a little tiny fraction of what's going on. The Matrix 4 is the fourth installment of The Matrix. It's been out since 2010. 2010. 13 years it's been out. And all the big Matrix fans globally have read that book because they wanted more Matrix. And a lot of people who are just discovering the Matrix are discovering the Matrix 4 Evolution book. It is the continuations of the Matrix. Warner Brothers offered me $30 million for the shooting script, and I would not give it to them because I wanted them to come out with that regurgitation, resuscitation, resurrection movie that they lost $100 million by lying to the investors. Lying to the investors 
Andy Lamb with Chelsea wrote The Mason, James Cameron and Gail and her wrote The Terminator. The biggest lie ever told. You will never see them doing any interviews. And hey, TV, they own the TV. Warner Brothers own the media. They own the programming. But they won't get up on there and do a deposition because they'll be caught in a lie and they can't answer any questions from any doctors, any scientists, any philosophers, any lawyers, or any of the people who know more than they. But it's okay for them to pull that charade on you guys because God wants you to dig for the truth yourself. You have free will. And you need to find out the truth on your own when you get ready or never. It's fine with God. He gave you a free will. Not even he will take your free will. The only one that's trying to take your free will here is man. Every day he's trying to take the guns from you. Every day he's trying to take your homes from you. Every day in the bank he's trying to take your money from you or your wives or your children. He's trying to take something from you every day. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing, but it's the truth. Every yeah. day, man is trying to take something from another man. Where God has given it to you, you need to recognize that gift and take care of it and protect it. It is your inalienable right. It's what the Constitution was based on, the laws of God, to show you that you had rights to this. And God gave you the rights, not man. And so, therefore, if you believe the Constitution was created by man, dream on. God created the Constitution of truth. And he's letting you know that no man can take it from you. People are giving their yeah. will, will away because they're scared out of fear or they don't want to lose what little bit they got. But God says if you don't stand up for truth, you've already lost a little bit that you've acquired. And nothing else going wow. on here in hell. The Terminator mm. is the prequel to the Matrix, the beginning of right. the epic story. The Terminator and the Matrix or one epic story Divided into two franchises to confuse. Neither one of them make any sense without the other. It is past, present, and future time travel. And it's talking about the second coming of the Christ, the evolutions of consciousness when you will evolve and wake up or become consciously aware of what's going on here. Man versus the machines, where you're headed right now with the drones, the clones, the test tube babies, the petri dish babies, the artificial inseminated babies, the gender gender manipulated babies, gender benders. All what what are they? Seedless, soulless amoeba. The red and the blue. Amoebas, Amoebas meaning a living organism. Right. That man is able to create the bodies, but he can't create the souls, which is the seed. God's children are three-dimensional beings. The astral body, blood, water, and spirit. 
superior than a woman has. Well, if it's 11 months, that's just a period. It's the 12th month. The doctor will not perform an abortion because he's killing a living soul because the seed attaches to the physical body. The first body is the astral body, which is spirit. The second body for nine months inside of the woman's stargate, her matrix or portal, is the physical body. At the twelfth week, the seed or the soul attaches to the other two bodies, and they become one. So God's children has a seed of continuation. They will always come here. Man will never be able to destroy this earth because it was created by God. All he's going to do is come and go. He's created his Yes, his children are going to be warned against God's children. Go back into the Bible to Genesis. Genesis is no word. It's an anagram for his genes. It's for two words. G-E-N-E-S-I-S. Turn it around. It's two words. I-S is G-E-N-E-S. It's genes. And what is the genes talking about? Eve. Having sex with the reptilians. He was walking upright like a man. After the fall, he was crawling on his belly, the serpent. She had a baby with him called Cain, chaos, raising Cain. The drama, the devil's son, the mark of the beast, bestiality, the beast on him. Then she turns around and had a kid with Adam. And that was Abel. With chaos killed, but Seth carried on the lineage of God. Go into the Bible and look at the two lineages. The two lineages have been warring. And that's what's going on here right now, the war between God's children and the beast's children that has the mark of the beast or the blood of the beast on them. Look at the devil. He's a man and a beast. He's got the horns yeah, on the his devil, head, clover hooks on his feet. He's bestiality. Man having sex with the animals. The hundred year generational curse when people are born with tails on their butts. Looking like half man and half sheep. Half pig and half man. <laughs> what do you think mythology comes from? But it wasn't no myth. A miniature, a man with a with a bull head on his body. Uh, uh, go back to Anubis, the jackal head man, born with a dog head. That been the ancient Egyptians and the pyramids. Yet y'all don't want to face that. Y'all don't want to look at the bestiality of man having sex with animals and the hundred year generational curse and why people fighting over turf. What does a dog do? He fights over turf. What does he do? Fights over food. Try to have sex with multiple partners. Well, grab a cat and try to have sex with it. That's all he does, go around fighting over food and turf and and, and interest in nothing but sex. doesn't care about nobody else. That's what animals will do. That's why they call men's animals and lock them up in cages. What do you do with a mad dog? You lock him up in a cage. But yet y'all don't want to see the truth. 
think you're better than the animals. But because you look like a man, but you act like an animal, because what's running through your bloodlines? Either you have the peace of God or you got the blood of the animal running through you. What do people do? What are they practicing here? Sodomizing. What does the animal do but sodomize everything it comes in contact with? That is not what you're supposed to do. Sodomizing on 16 states is attempted murder because you're killing the person every time you sodomize them. You can love anybody you want, but learn the truth of your love because God has never tried to stop you from doing anything here. He gave you free will. You are the one responsible for the consequences that you suffer here. Don't blame anyone else. It is your choice to take that red pill or that blue pill. No one is stopping your free will, but learn the consequences of your choices. Because the Matrix and Terminator message is to tell you the truth. And what you do after that is on you. But ask yourself right. why you die. Why you dying? Because man is not going to tell you the truth. He's going to control you with the truth, but he's not going to tell you the truth. And he's going to prevent you from learning the truth because as long as you're in the blind, you don't see any truth, you don't hear any truth, and you don't speak any, you're his. Because if he can get you to lie, kill, and steal, he got you. But he cannot go against the laws of truth. So if you dwell in truth and you speak truth and you live truth and you continue the truth, he cannot touch you here. He can only touch you when you become negative like he is. That is why it is the positive, the yin and the yang, and the negative. This is why God still. I think Bill is on the line. Bill, are you there? Line? Yes, I am. How are you doing, Sophia? Yeah, fine. Who, who's on the line? Who am I speaking with? Your friend, Billy. Billy Pat. Oh, Bill. Hi, Billy. How are you yeah. doing? I'm Hi, doing great. Good. Just chiming just in right now. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah, in the Terminator. Terminator in oh, time yeah. is where the prophecy is. What these, two, what these two movie franchises really mean and what they mean to the people here and the message that come from God did not come from the evil one. They wouldn't right. tell you the truth no matter what. But they would try to use the laws of God to pervert you from the truth. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, because yeah, I've seen it. I've seen a lot of signs that's going on, basically. So I, I definitely feel you on that. Yeah, because the matrix is in the future, and we're living the future right now, where man is creating his children as fast as he can to destroy God's children. Look now what mm-hmm. they've come with science. Look at the metal machines that they're making. 
That is from H.G. Wells' old metal clankety-clank. H.G. Wells was born in the iron industry during that period of time. He saw uh, artificial intelligence, the AI, as a metal robot, and that's what they are using now. I was born in the digital age. I saw the machines wrapped in flesh. Killed but cannot be killed. They look like you. Clones, drones, test tube babies, petri dish babies, artificial inseminated babies, gender manipulated babies, gender vendors. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, like there's so much stuff going, going on. You see what I said? They look like yeah. people, but they have no seed or soul, no love, no compassion. They will kill you. And that's what you're seeing now. Go ahead, That's what the first metal machines come. Then the ones that I'm talking about. The clones, the drones, the test tubes, they, they've been experimenting with them. They're here, but they can't control them like they will be able into the future. But they want to replace right. children with God's children, and man will know no better. Right. Go ahead, Jan. No, I was just commenting on what she's saying. There's a lot of stuff going on in this world right now, and you can see you can see how uh, the devil is is everywhere. I mean, all these yeah, killings. Yeah. What do you? That's the, that's the devil. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's busy, and he got some plans for man. And if you're not with God's plans, you're gonna be in some trouble here. A lot of them gonna be in trouble right. here too. They're gonna you're gonna see some of them that come upon this earth like you ain't never seen before. And they're going to be begging for money, begging for help. Uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg that's coming. Joseph, again, the Bible is coming back. All that's coming back. Because at the end, it always ends the same way. Go back and read in the Bible. It starts out good and fresh with love and truth and honesty. And then at the end, they start making these laws where they give consent to a five-year-old to have sex with grown people, cutting off 12-year-old boys' penises before they reach puberty. Yeah. They might fall in love when they get 16 but won't have a penis. What do you think the yeah. Dr. Frankenstein story was all about? The, the monster was killing men, women, and children because he had no penis. The doctor gave him the transplant. He gave him a heart, gave him a brain transplant. Every part, but like Osiris, he couldn't give him the penis transplant. And so he was right. lonely. He asked the doctor to give him a woman. But when the woman came, she wanted the doctor because he had a penis. Everybody wants a penis. So why are you cutting it off? Yeah. Because it was well, getting, to cut the penis yeah, off is miserable here. Right. And see, that's the whole plan. That's the whole plan. And that's why people are not waking up. They're not understanding what is going on or they don't care. But at some point in time, they're going to have to acknowledge the fact that God is still in control. And you can try to do whatever you want to do to corrupt the environment, corrupt the people. Um, You can, it goes on and on. 
So, I mean, I think Kim would agree basically on a lot of this stuff because um, on the Bible situation, um, Kim is very, very knowledgeable on it as well as yourself. So I think he would agree on a lot of these things. And you'd have to be uh, wearing a blindfold or absolutely blind not to actually see it. And I think the blind person can sense that themselves, and then they're not able to see it. So would you agree, Kim? They want the they want the trinkets here. They want the trinkets. They want the materialistic stuff. They want the money. They want the glory. They want all the stuff, but they don't want a lot of them. Do not want the truth because when you deal with the truth, you have to make a change. You have yeah. to change when you come you come face to face with truth. So they rather yeah. dwell in lie so they can continue their ways. But God says the wages of death or sin is death. The wages of sin is So when you're reaping what you sow, and so when you go after something bad, that's what you reap. You're not going to get because you're not going after good. You reap what you sow. Yeah. And, and Kim, Kim, you're, I think you would agree on this, Kim, um, to what that that philosophy is. So, um, yeah, you got any questions you want to ask us? I'm sorry, we're talking to me. You there? Okay. Yeah, you got any questions here. you want to ask? Oh, okay, no, no, Kim, no, you there? I'm still here. Okay, Doctor, do you have any questions you want to ask, Sophia? Oh no! I was just when okay. we were talking earlier about the uh, about her, her lawsuit. That was that was. I just thought that was, that was an amazing story. That I'm just so shocked that I, you know, that this even happened. But I mean, not shocked, but because I've seen you know, just like musicians have their 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 works you know stolen from them, just like her story was stolen. So and I'm I, just so glad that. It was the money that was stolen from me because I own the copyrights to the movies. I own the copyrights to the source work. So they didn't steal my work. They stole the money, just like a little Nas X. He didn't steal Nike. He stole money from Nike. When he counterfeited mm-hmm. the shoes, Nike oh, owned from you. They were they still stole from the Yeah, they stole, yeah, they stole but, from you. Yeah. No, yeah. You, you have to. You have to. No, listen to me. You can take a DeLorean right now out of your yard and go make a million dollars off of the DeLorean. You're not right. going to court to get your DeLorean back. It already belongs to you because it's in your name. What you're going to court for is that million dollars that they made off of your DeLorean. You're not fighting right. over your property. The judge already know in the in the defendants and the plaintiff know who owns what, but people are very confused about this issue, and they keep using this and confusing more and more. You don't go to court for uh, your property. You go to court for the damages, which is the money that was stolen from you. I have to teach people this because I'm teaching them law. So people think that I do not own the Matrix and Terminator. I own the Matrix and Terminator. If I didn't own the Matrix and Terminator, I couldn't sell Matrix and Terminator. 
I can't go out and sell any apple because they will come and arrest me. I can't sell any Gucci. Do you see what I'm talking about? Because Gucci belong to me. So that's why I said Little Nas X and the executive with the shell company called Mischief, the people need to make them have the government go after them for criminals. See, because Nike is a public trading company, so it belongs to the people who have stock in it. They get dividend checks all the time. That's why they did it. But if Nike was privately owned by Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos, they wouldn't have done that. They would have made the criminal case come in. They would have brought that RICO case on their asses. That's why you don't see them stealing from the private sectors and the Jews that own the private sectors and corporations and banks. Because they make them go come after your ass like they did with Kim.com. They went all the way to New Zealand, which has no extradition laws. You can't extradite. The Jews got pissed off at Kim.com from stealing from them, and they made the government go after him in his stronghold and take his money from his bank offshore because Obama put in the law so you could go offshore and get that offshore money. And then when that money comes into America, you have to pay taxes on it. Right. Do you see, I'm telling you, teaching you, I'm teaching you something real deep. And if you listen to me, you will learn a lot about law and how everything is constructed here in the matrix. Because they got a lot of trolls on the Internet that's trolling, and people think they're saying something smart because they're mimicking. Mimicking means they're copying off of others. But when I break down the mimicking and the copy, it makes you sound foolish and uneducated and ignorant to the people who are learned, to the people who are knowledgeable, to the people who are running this world, to the people who are the scholars, the Illuminati, the Masons, the Masonic Hall, all these people are listening to you, and they know how consciously awake or asleep you are by the way you speak or mimic or copy off of others. They're gauging your intelligence and knowledge every time you speak on a public forum. No they doubt. They know how to no manipulate you. They know how they can utilize you or destroy you. They know how consciously you awaken or how asleep you are by what you speak. This is why I've done over 5,000 media interviews, and God provides that. And they can't stop God. Believe me, they have to bow down. They don't want you to believe that God and Jesus is real. Yes, they're giving them names. But if you go all the way back up with the Pope, He's bowing down to the mother and the baby Horus and Isis. He's bowing down to them, and their names have been changed to Mary and Jesus. And all these black people who do not believe that God, and I'm calling them black people, people of color, because there's no such thing as black, but then it is black because the void was black before the light came upon it. 
and it came first. But if these people would wake up to the message that I'm sending, because back in the day, there was no slavery. That's a program that they created. And there's a lot of people that still got it locked in their psychic, in their consciousness. And this is why they cannot move forward because of the lies. If you would free yourself from the lies, you could move forward. You could see the big, the big truth, the word. You could see it. But they have created all of this ignorance and lies and creations and programming to keep people locked in from the truth. The truth is the only thing that frees you to see the big world, to see the big picture. Because back in the day, people were kidnapped. Wait a minute. It's sex trafficking. When they were kidnapped, they would call on God, and they would get delivered. But when they start teaching these people now, you won't got nothing to call on when they get you. And look at how many people they kill every day. Look at how many people they put strongholds on and chokeholds on them. But they ain't calling out to God. They ain't calling to Jesus. No, they're fighting. Fighting for their life, but they ain't calling because they don't believe. Well, I'll say this, Sophia. I think, number one, people are so intermissed into what's going on in the news and not paying attention to God and, and just listening to whatever's being told to them by the 300 families. They're they're running everything. These are soulless beings. I say this all the time when I talk with people. They yeah, have no even, souls. They're not from here. Living, you know? Even they bow down to the living God of the Most High. The ones that are giving these people the programs, they even bow down because every knee has a bow. Every tongue has to acknowledge the living God before it leaves this earth. They That's know right. the secrets. They know the secrets, the knowledge that will free these people from their ignorance and lies, but they're not going to get it because God says the people have to seek the truth. They have to experience bad and good till they find out what the truth is. And no one should lead them anywhere or try to deceive them because that's what all these cults are about here is to lead them somewhere and to take from them, to take their properties and money and lead them somewhere. No, every man must seek after truth in his own way, in his own time. I told him, don't even be. Go and seek and find the truth on your own, because that is the only way that you will believe what's going on here, is to go out and find it, not to follow others. I agree. I agree with that. Everyone, listen to me. Not to follow others, but question everyone. Question them. Look deep. Well, I'll say this, and Tim, I think you agree as well as I do, that people are broken in this country. They're very broken. Um, they accept to. Um, they don't accept to call on God. Um, it's evident, and I think in people of color, we are so lost. And I'm saying um, the majority are so lost and have no will whatsoever, and they're just going along with the program. So I, I asked you, what's your thoughts on it, Tim? Let's see what Tim has to say on this one. What's your thoughts on it, Tim? Well, go ahead. 
No, I said uh, my thing is that I think people are lost in terms of the, what their identity is and how they're supposed to deal with uh, our maker. You know, that's the big issue. You know? They believe in the almighty oh, I, dollar. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You can't worship, worship, you can't worship God and, and money. And people you got that right. So incre- they're incredibly yeah. lost. You will love one and hate the other. You will love one and hate the other. You can't worship two masters. You will love one and hate the other. And that's what's going sure. on for the love money for the love of money people do all kinds of things for the love of money they believe in the almighty dollar and the power of the dollar but they will not call on god to save them not once and it's just sad but truth and in the end time in the end times of revelations the end time when the earth before the earth is destroyed and not the earth but the people who live here it is always the same ending, always the same. They do not want to believe. No, they, true. Don't wanna, they, don't wanna de- they don't want to. They want to. But they have free will, so they can live it the way they want to live it, whether it's good, bad, or ugly. They may choose to live it the way they want to. Until they find out the truth on their own. Let no man stop at them, but let every man edify them and give the truth or the gift of truth to all and let him do what he wants with it, whether he accept it, reject it, or have no time for it at all. It is not for us. We come here okay. to live. I did. Mm-hmm. What man the message is left up to him. I'm not here to change him or get him to follow or do anything, but to give him the truth. All right. Right. Well, well let me Tim, um quick go ahead. Go ahead. You want to take a quick commercial break? Yeah, take a quick commercial break. Like that. Oh. This is Cunningham on the Jazz Chat. You're listening to the CRS Network. This is the Knowledge Station. You are listening to CRS Radio, the Knowledge Station, with Tim Cunningham on the Jazz Chat. Bill Tappan is also joined in. We'll get more questions for Okay. You back? Oh, I am back. Yes, I just want to just kind of, you know, follow up on the things that's going on in the uh, the world uh, and how do we how do we solve this? I mean, people the majority of people cannot be as stupid as we think they are, but they're just not reacting. You know, you're talking about, you know, they use woke in the wrong situation uh, in terms of what their dialogue is. 
and what their standards are that's running the country. But being woke means that you understand a lot of things. You understand the fact that you're being done wrong. Um, you understand what's going on with the economy. But you're, not, you're sitting back and just being a, a, a spectator and not integrating into anything to change the, the, the dynamics of what's going on in this world. So, you know, how do we fix it? Or is there any fixing is the, the point. You know what I'm saying? So what's your take? How do we what now? Fix what? How do we fix the people to wake up? You know what I'm saying? You know, we've tried we everything. And it's we like. We don't fix people. We fix ourselves. If you want people to change, it's like the man in the mirror that Michael Jackson was singing. You need to read the lyrics because if you want a change on the earth, then look in the mirror and make the change. You are the change. When people mm-hmm. see you, they will start the change. That's how it works. Yeah, and that's the thing. And the thing of it is, I think with us in general, as as people uh, uh, being black or how we want to term that that phrase, but I think we are really the worst at that situation in terms of coming together, um, seeking knowledge, seeking greatness. And we're just sitting there following the leader like sheep. And that's the, that's the scary part. You know, other, other ethnic groups actually work together and they build. We, in turn, we don't. What we end up doing is working against one another because anytime somebody gets something going that's positive, whether it be a business or something like that, it ends up where you don't have the support of your community. But they'll go right into the Arab stores and, and patronize with them versus patronizing with, with you. And I understand that sometimes we have to have higher prices in our product because we don't have that, that hookup. You know, so that's why our prices are a little bit higher. But you think if they had the hookups that the Arabs have because they get set up when they come here, that you'd be able to compete with everybody else. But we won't take and, and give our, our brothers and sisters any support. We'll go right to either um, the white man, the Arabs, basically that's it. So we've got to fix that problem. And it's been going on for, for forever and a day. I can remember going into uh, Detroit, Chicago. All those places had black-owned businesses that were very um, successful and very productive. But when everything came with, with integration, they was sold out. Everybody sold out, you know, because they didn't want to be in, in the city anymore. They want to be with, with the white white man, which is, okay, that's their prerogative. But at the same token, they sold us out totally, and they sold the generations to come. They sold them out because I look at what's going on in Grand Rapids and every place else is how the community has changed up. And no longer do black people own houses there. I'm talking about these big mansions that they had in the in the 50s and 60s. They no longer have them. They pushed them out um, to the suburbs because all their work, all the people's work there, as far as white people, their work is in the inner city, and that goes for every different state or city where they have to go to work. So they're pushing all the the blacks out to the suburbs. So we have to reinvent ourselves. So that that's they, my take. What do you think, Tim? That since the eighties, I saw it yeah. with my own 
listen to me. I saw that with my own eyes in the 80s while I was in California at USC. But this is a distraction. Those, all of those are distractions, so you can't see the big picture. Exactly. If, about these distractions and about your skin and about your color and about your hair, Afro-America's hair. If they make it about all these things, you're distracted from seeing the real truth. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. You didn't come here to fight about this materialistic stuff or to be great in this materialistic stuff. We came here to to deal with the truth, and only the truth will set you free. The distractions will just keep you warring. It's just drama. So I was creating yeah. drama. So you won't yeah. be educated because the, the truth is the only thing that's going to set you free from the drama and the bullshit. Yeah. All that's going but a bunch of bullshit and a bunch of distractions and ignorance and programs. That's all. Well, this is this is my take. We all were sent here. We all were sent here for something. We had something to do when we came here. That's what the whole situation is. And we got twisted up into the mind mind game, basically, and we lost our direction. Some people, you know, the the minority of the people have their direction. They know their their plan. They know what they need to do as far as being here. A lot of people are just totally lost because they got thrown off their game. So that's a lot of the problems is people don't know what their direction, what they're here to do. We're all here for a purpose. We're all here to do something, to change. And the key is love. The key is love. But but let me tell you something that's really deep. Your people are, if you're about truth, then everybody here that's about truth are really your people. If you're here about lies, then anybody that's lying that will be your people. It has nothing to do with these colors and these skins and all of this stuff. It has nothing to do with any of that. It has to do with... And I agree. Truth, or you I dealing agree. in... Because some of these people that have these skin colors are the worst people on this earth. It is mm-hmm. no way you could want to even be with them or have them inside of your camp or dealing with them in business. And this right. is the absolute truth. And I told many people that. I say, these people are not your people because of some skin color or because they look like you. Do not be confused here because they won't be confused. When you look at right. who destroyed Malcolm X and a lot of people here, it was people of color that destroyed a lot of them here that killed to try to kill out the truth. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't accept these people skin colors or nothing because that skin is only skin deep. But I'll be looking for the truth when I meet each and every one. Because you look around, there's all kinds of skin colors standing up for the truth. And there's all kinds of skin colors that's trying to destroy you. What is the blood? What is that blood? Because that blood tells me who I'm dealing with. You tell me who your blood is, and I know who I'm dealing with. I'll tell you who you are. 
But mm-hmm. it ain't nothing but a cover. So all it is for environmental reasons and other reasons. But who you are is that blood, that blood, and it's gonna come out every time, whether you wicked, good, or evil. It's gonna come out with that blood. Okay. Hey, Sophia, can you tell us where they can find your material? Yes. Everybody in the foreign countries, go to Amazon.com. I got three books on there, three physical books. On my website, I have e-books and physical books, MatrixTerminator.com, just like the movies, franchises, MatrixTerminator.com, www.MatrixTerminator.com. Truth About Matrix um, on my website. Go and get the books. If you love the movies, and you love uh, the, 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 the fourth installment, the real one that's coming is the one that you should read about. You will get more Matrix, more Terminator. Look at the five-star reviews, MatrixTerminator.com, TruthAboutMatrix.com, Google Sophia Stewart, Sophia like the movie actress, Sophia Stewart like the actor Jimmy Stewart's last name with the C. Sophia Stewart, get the book, get more Matrix. Okay. Let me ask. You, let me ask you this: um, If they want to book you on uh, um, radio or, or whatever, um, they would use the same um, email um, website. Yes, my con- website have my contact information, has my phone number. You can text me to let me know. It's you say the name and pictures, location. Just text me because sometimes my phone does not read. So text me, and I will definitely get back in touch with you, and I will do some interviews with you guys because my purpose is to come here to wake you up out of the matrix, to get you out of the ignorance of programming and let you see the truth for you. Okay. Uh, Let's do this. Um, Timmy, are you ready for a commercial break? Yeah, I'm gonna play a well, song I, here. I was gonna go ahead and get off because it's 423, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah, right. off. Right. And, uh, okay, I go ahead. Thank you. Um, I think Bill is she gonna do your show as well? Um, yeah, she's uh, probably gonna do it. I got to talk with her. I'll call her um, afterwards and uh, get her on on schedule. So yes. So so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, welcome. Sophia. And I have thank people you. Go on Google, Google me, and go to YouTube and Google me. You will see a lot of my interviews. I've done over five thousand. Listen to some of my interviews. You don't have to agree. You don't have to like it, but you might find something that you may be interested in in learning. I know you okay. love my work. Matrix and Terminator, and I will see you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sophia. Bless you. Thank you so much. We'll we'll talk talk up. Okay. Yeah, bye.
You are listening to CRS Radio, the knowledge station with Tim Cunningham on the Jazz Chat.
from the Reflection CD. Before that, you heard my new single that's coming out on May 29th on Smooth Jazz Radio. That's called Enough Said, the remix that, again, will drop May 29th on all Smooth Jazz contemporary jazz stations across the country. Here's one from Willie Bradley featuring Reagan Whiteside. It's called It's On Now, and you're on the jazz chat with Tim Cunningham on the CRS Radio Network. We are the Knowledge Station.
quietly with It's On Now featuring Flautus, Reagan Whiteside. You're listening to the Tim Cunningham Contemporary Jazz Show. It's called the Jazz Chat on CRS Radio Network. We are the knowledge station here every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 to 7 in the Central Time Zone on the West Coast, 3 to 5. As I mentioned uh, last week, we're going to try to uh, feature, just not feature, we'll talk about some uh, saxophone players that uh, you may have heard of before or that you may listen to and some guys that you may not be familiar with. We lost a very fine saxophone player. Uh, Last month was the 25th year uh, anniversary of his death. He died in 1998. His name was George Howard. Sadly, died at a young age of 41 years old. George was a great soprano saxophone player. Was actually out touring when he was 15 years old with Blue Magic, First Choice, Harold Melvin and Blue Notes, and actually went out late 70s with Grover Washington. Um, had his first couple of singles out in uh, the early 80s, uh, his first couple of albums, I should say. And did quite well. Um, but uh, just a great saxophone player that we lost. And so so sad the way. He was born in Philadelphia in 1956, on September the 15th. But uh, if you get a chance, look up some of George's stuff. He was with GRP for, I think, most of the time that he was, when he was alive. And uh, and just uh, just awesome awesome saxophone player. Um, started playing real early in life and uh, influenced by Coltrane and Wayne Shorter. Um, he was actually playing the clarinet and bassoon and then got involved with the saxophone. Um, but, uh, again, just a great, phenomenal player. Um, I've got to wrap it up here. Uh, we've got another show coming on the air here at the top of the hour. It is 20 minutes to the hour right now. So, we're going to finish off with one last song, and let me see what that's going to be. Um, I'm going to play another one, uh, not another one, but I'm going to play one from Darren Stewart. This one's called Daydreaming. We will see you next week here on the Jazz Chat. This is the Jazz Chat with saxophonist Tim Cunningham here on the CRS Radio Network here Tuesday, every Tuesday from 6 to 8. Eastern Time. My website, timcunningham.com. Facebook page is Tim Cunningham Music. Check me out this Saturday if you get a chance, May 13th at the LaBelle Coeur in beautiful downtown St. Charles, Missouri with Rhythm and Cues. And June 9th, we'll be doing a show for the radio station WSIE at the same venue. TimCunningham.com for tickets. We'll see you next week. And once again, here is Darren Stewart with Daydreaming. See ya.